I spent some quality time with Carmen yesterday, and I'm going to tell you, he's, he's the real deal. He loves Jesus. He's been through a lot. You're going to hear about that. But let me tell you how God has used this man. He sold over 10 million records. Now, that right alone makes me jealous. I wish I could sell 10 million books. 10 million records. He has 15 gold and platinum CDs and videos. He's a member of the Gospel Music Hall of Fame. He holds the world's record for the largest solo Christian concert in the world. And in our very own Texas stadium, 71,000 people showed up. Amen. He collected the most names of any American citizen, one million signatures on a petition for prayer in public schools. One million signatures. And God has graced him to lead over a million people to Christ. I want you to give Carmen a great big turning point welcome. Come on, Carmen. Somebody say Jesus is the best thing that has ever happened to me. If you believe that, give him one more hand clap. You may be seated. Uh, thank you for that wonderful birthday song. Uh, yes, I am turning 40. Uh, I am officially out of the wilderness. Um, no, I've actually turned 40 almost a couple times, so it's all right. <laughs> Well, it's an honor to be here. What, a, what an enthusiastic church. The first service just took me by surprise. And uh, that tells you a lot about the, what, what you're being taught and the type of atmosphere. I've learned that the characteristics of the kingdom is a reflection of the character of the king. So the reflection of this church on Pastor Jeff is pretty tremendous. So Pastor Jeff, you've done a great job here. A great pastor. I have lots of things to share with you. I'm going to save them most for tonight. And uh, so I'll get to sing a little bit and show you a little bit of kind of what, what the Lord has impassioned in my heart and uh, give you an opportunity to maybe even participate. So, uh, uh, but tonight's going to be a big evening of praise and worship, and I'll go in depth into my, my testimony. And, uh, and I do have a word for you. I do have a word, but I have to tell you that I am not going to be politically correct. I don't know if you realize this, but in the world in which we live, you can't even insult somebody unless your insult is politically correct. You can't say your wife nags you anymore. You have to say she's verbally repetitive. You can't say that a man's going bald. He now is in follicle regression. You can't say that a man has a beer belly. He now has a liquid green storage facility. <laughs> you cannot say that a woman is a dumb blonde. She now has a light hair detour off the information freeway. <laughs> and you cannot say that someone is a bad dancer. They're just overly Caucasian. <laughs> How many overly Caucasian? <laughs> Uh, my wife is here. My, my new wife is here. Dana, would you stand up and just wave to everybody? I'm learning about married life, and most of it is waiting and uh, learning how to say it's totally my fault. So, and uh, I, uh, 
I, I believe that this morning, uh, since we're not going to be politically correct, that means we get to talk about Jesus. And not just, he's not just one God among many other gods, and you two get to become a God someday. He's the one and only God himself in human flesh, walking among men. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld His glory as of the only begotten of the Father. See, there are many that say they are the sons of God. This one's a son of God, and that one's a son of God, and this one over here, and that one's a son of God. But the Bible says, for God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. So that means there's just one. And since there's just one, you've got to make a choice, which one? So let's go down the list. It's not Buddha, it's not Krishna, it's not Gandhi, it's not Muhammad, it's not Oprah. It is still Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen? Amen. Let me hear somebody say, that's my king. That's say it again, that's my king. Okay, I want to give you a reason to jump up and holler and shout and make a lot of noise and like a bunch of crazy Christians who everybody thinks we're drunk. But in order to do that, I got to tell you a little bit more about Jesus but I can sing it better than I can say it. So maestro, let's push play. Let's see if it works. It's a Sunday morning, so I'm starting off easy. You see, the Bible says he's king of the Jews, king of righteousness, king of glory too. He's enshrined a sovereign king in every way. He's king of the heavens, of the ages, and more. He's king of all kings, and he's lord of all lords. Now that's my king, and I wonder, does anybody know him today? He's endurably strong, entirely sincere, eternally steadfast, impervious to fear. He's immortally graceful with the impartial mercy he's shown. He's been misinterpreted and misrepresented, yet he's unparalleled and unprecedented as the greatest phenomenon this world has ever known. No means of measure can begin to define his limitless love for all mankind. He's a sinner's savior and still the one true only way. He's the loftiest idea in all literature read, the highest ideal in the philosopher's head. He's the real master of the universe. Now, do you know my king today? Come on. That's not all. He's limitless in goodness and mercy and love. His grace is sufficient. His word is enough. He's the key to all knowledge and the pathway to every good thing. The highway to righteousness, compassion to indifference, the wellspring of wisdom, the doorway to deliverance. You can't live without him and you can't outlive him. Does anybody know my king? Now listen, Pilate couldn't fault him, an angry mob couldn't chill him, the cross didn't slow him, Herod couldn't kill him, death couldn't handle him, and the grave could not hold him down. He'll make you want to sing. He'll make you clap your hands. He'll make you want to testify, preach to every man. And sometimes, like this morning, he'll make you want to stand up, make some noise, and just shout. Woo! Come on, get those 10 string instruments together. I got to know something here today. Does anybody love Jesus? I can't hear you. I said, does anybody love Jesus? 
Give him some praise here tonight. Yeah. All right. You may be seated if you can. There'll be much more of that tonight. I don't know about you, but I feel Jesus in this place. If you know it, can you say, I feel Jesus. I feel Jesus. He's in this place. Yes, my soul does. Burn within me. I feel Jesus. In this place. Can you sing it with me? Everybody, I feel Jesus. I feel Jesus. Whoever you are tonight, just say, I feel Jesus. Look back over your life and say, I feel Jesus. I feel Jesus. He's in this place. Yes, my soul. says therefore if any man be in Christ he is a new creation old things have passed away and behold all things have become new how many new creations do we have here today now I can see it but I can't hear it how many new creations are here today how many of you new creations would recommend Jesus to anybody in your family right now anybody you know there's a lot of things that could have kept you away from this morning could have gotten in a fender bender, never made it here. You could have gotten an argument with somebody in your family, never made it here. But God gave his angels charge over you to make sure you made it here to be within the sound of my voice. How many are here today because you know God wanted you to be here today? Well, if God wants you here, that means there's ministry for you right now. God has given me a specific word to give to this body here tonight. And I know lives are going to be changed. I know people that have thought they have lost hope for what's going to happen in the future. Your hope is going to be restored. He's got something for you. But the way in which we're going to prepare for a full day 
of what God's going to do is to give him some praise because the Bible says God inhabits what? The praises of his people. Are you ready to give God something to inhabit right now? I said, are you ready to give him something to inhabit right now? Then lift your voice, lift your hands. Somebody say, I feel Jesus. Jesus. fitting for a king here today. Come on, I feel Jesus. Come on, somebody praise him in this house. I feel Jesus. Is he worthy? Is he worthy of our praise? I feel Jesus. He's in this place. Give him praise in this auditorium. Come on. Is he the best thing that has ever happened to you? You may be seated. I encourage you to come tonight because 1976, I heard Andre Crouch in concert. And he didn't say a whole lot, but he was singing. And I could feel the presence of God in the music. And the Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people so I could feel the presence of God for the very first time. And I was a club singer and I was up and down the coast of New Jersey and uh, New York, Philadelphia and all through Pennsylvania. Just a 20 year old guy and had a big afro <laughs> and uh, uh, silk shirt and chains and very Italian. And uh, in that one moment I heard one song and I felt the presence of God the next day I got saved. So never underestimate the power of a song. So you got somebody that's, uh, that needs the Lord, you bring them tonight. 
and uh, we're going to sing. I, I, I got a, a special medley of some uh, classic hymns, and we, we we did them in a little different way, and I think you're going to be ministered to. I have a, a passion f to change people's lives. Um, in 2013, I was diagnosed with incurable cancer, and uh, the doctors told me I had about this long to live. And um, I'm very discouraged, and uh, I was on my way uh, to uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, where I was going to have to undergo nine months of chemotherapy. And then as, as I was on my way out, I realized, and it just didn't hit me up until then, that I'd be out of work for the next 11 months. Well, when you're the sole support of your family or of your ministry, or if the church can't take up offerings for 11 months, you know, or, you know, you, you're, you're, you have no income for 11 months, your life could look very different after 11 months. You could come back to next to nothing. So I got panicked and I asked my pastor, I said, what are we going to do? <laughs> he said, well... Looks like you're going to do without. I said, no, 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 no. It's got to be more than that. So we put together his, his idea. He says, let's put a letter together. He says, and as your pastor, I'll write a letter. And you write a letter, put it together. And we'll send it to 600 churches where you've already ministered. Look, he says, look, you've been doing this for decades. And, um, and you just got to get through the next 10, 11 months. And let's let the churches support you. They'll do something. They'll, they'll give. They'll, they'll do something. But only send it to churches that have, you've ministered at. Because you've led their children to the Lord. You've encouraged them. You've given them word. You've led them in worship. I said, sounds great to me. So we sent off 600 letters. You would not believe the support got from 600 letters. Zero. Not one church gave one thing. And I knew at that moment as I was going into this chemotherapy treatment that uh, I was either going to bottom out and be so depressed that I would just not be able to pull myself out of it or something else had to change. So I had to take another road and I said, Lord, I'm going to assume that this is happening for a reason because you want me to feel something. You want me to feel kind of forgotten right now and I do and I feel a, lot, a little bit abandoned which I do and I don't understand why I have cancer you know I mean gee what I'm the I love Jesus yes I do guy I'm not supposed to get cancer you know I mean what did I do you know and um and I decided that I was going to take those feelings and channel it to help some other people uh when I would come out of that treatment um I was looking for a sponsor to go on tour with and he was sponsor or partner up with a sponsor but there was no mind wanted to sponsor me because they didn't think I was going to live long enough and but there was one group that did sponsor me and I knew whoever that group was was the ones that I would partner with it was a group called Child Fund and uh, I decided that I wanted to help other kids and maybe other countries who needed hospitalization like I needed hospitalization because I was be about to become a professional patient <laughs> If you've ever been in the hospital nine months, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You become a professional patient. You get, I got so many needles and injections and tests. As the Italians say, forget about it. So uh, what I'd like to do is I'd like to share with you my passion this morning. And one of the reasons why whenever you come to a church service that pastors receive offerings, it's not so much about the money. It's about the full scope of God's plan and God's ministry because a pastor 
a good leader has to teach you how to sow so that you can be blessed so that when you leave this building you have a seed planted in the ground that's going to follow you for the rest of the week or the rest of the year something that God can increase he could not feed 5,000 unless he had seed and that seed was those fishes and the loaves he, he needed something to bless to multiply so that's why uh, when we give that's part of what it is what I want to do now is I want to show you what, what my heart is involved in or why it's there and maybe give you an opportunity to participate and sow a seed there's a group called Child Fund and after I present this uh, I have these little brochures and each one has a different face on it and that would be the face of the, the child whose life you're touching and I'll probably somewhere along the way ask if, if you want to participate I'll have an usher bring one over to you and it's about as complicated as it gets but my story I, it's better if I can show it to you and uh, and narrate it so I put this little thing together could you show that video and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about my story I uh, see everybody has that one person in life that changes everything maybe it's the parent who believed in you or the person who prayed for you or the friend who told you about Jesus and took you to a Christian event for me, that person was from the other side of the world, a 72-year-old man named Dr. Bart Barlogi from Heidelberg, Germany. I was diagnosed with incurable multiple myeloma cancer in 2013 and given a very short time to live. Dr. Barlogi founded the Myeloma Institute at UAMS Little Rock, Arkansas and believed that multiple myeloma was curable, but he was about to retire from UAMS. I begged his staff to ask him to please just take one step of faith before he leaves and see one last patient. He did. He could see the pain and despair in my eyes and knew what a slow and painful death lay ahead of me. And his heart was moved and uh, he decided to treat me. He intervened in my life and was my life-changing miracle. Today. I am cancer-free, but I tell you this because there are other people in this room right now that are someone's life-changing miracle. You might not think that you can make much of a difference in this world, but that's where you'd be wrong. The biggest miracles happen one life at a time. You can be to someone on the other side of the world what this miracle-working doctor was to me. It starts off by believing that this downward death spiral was curable. This is where the miracle of child fun comes in. You see, there's someone sitting around you right now on either side or in front of you that today will be someone's life-changing miracle. They are the people that are just like you. They are housewives, they're mothers grandfathers, grandmothers, teenagers, college students. They are the hardworking men that work all week and take care of their families, but still have enough heroism left over to come to the rescue of a hopeless child. Child Fund is one of the world's largest humanitarian organizations that is child-focused, community-based, and best of all, Christ-centered. Child Fund goes into poverty-stricken communities and changes lives forever. They work in those communities until they can stand on their own by providing food, clean water, child protection, economic development,
building schools, providing education, purchasing the textbooks, and then training the teachers to teach the children. They even help people to start their own small businesses so they can provide the funds necessary to raise their families so the kids don't go into hard labor jobs. Child Fund takes food, hospitalization, and medical professionals into areas of this world that are forbidden by other child sponsorship agencies. And if you're sponsoring a child through Child Fund, you alone have the ability to share the gospel with these unfortunate individuals who are spiritually barren in the areas in which they live in. You can be their conduit to Jesus. When you sponsor a child, you're becoming that life-changing hero that children have been praying for. You right now are that child's living, breathing answer to prayer. Today I'm asking you to allow your faith to reach across the continent and see the pain and despair in these children's eyes that Dr. Barlogi reached across the continent to see in mine. Right now you're needed to intervene in these young, precious lives and become their life-changing hero. This is not an expensive thing at all. This is not going to break the bank for anybody. This is something pretty much everyone can afford. It's, it's uh, the cost is simple. Um, it's maybe to, if I had to compare it to something, it would be the cost of a, uh, a cheeseburger dinner for two, which is something we would do on the way home from, from church. And that just means that everyone here today within the sound of my voice can allow your faith to take one baby step forward and sponsor a child and save a life. You can help put Christ in these children's lives and in these communities in a tangible, practical way. And maybe one day, the child you sponsor will be able to walk up to you like I was able to walk up to my hero and say, you know, if it wasn't for you taking a step of faith for me, I would not be here today. Thank you for saving my life. This is my passion and I want to give you an opportunity to participate in a moment I'll probably ask the, uh, if somebody wants well, me to take one of these and put one of these in your hand I would probably ask you to stand so the ushers can see where you're at and they'll come over and bring you one of these and then you sit down and, and that's about as complicated as I can make it but I'm going to do something else because I'm a giver and I've learned that sowing and reaping are very important and it's hard to tell people to sow unless you're willing to do it yourself. So I'm gonna, I wanna do something that has nothing to do with child fund, has nothing to do with anything I'm obligated or asked to do. And I wanna give you a little something for those of you that sponsor a child here today. Well, I got this really cool tour bag to put your stuff in. Um, get one of those. And I also have, I wanna give you, you know, I have all these videos I've been doing all these years. Mission 316, Satan Bite the Dust, and the uh, Revival in the Land, which is Invitation. I can't think of them all. There's about 30 of them, but they were all on VHS, and people are like, well, I want to show my kids, but they don't know what a VHS is. So, <laughs> so we took all of them, and we put them on DVD, every single one of them. Riot movie, a full concert, every single one of them is all on DVD, and I want to give you one of these as a gift from me to you for sponsoring a child, because it means so much to me. And one other thing something somebody gave me when I was in the hospital and I'd put posts on Facebook to let people know where I was at. One, somewhere along the way, somebody gave me a little bear 
and I put this on the, the little the front it says somebody's praying for me and uh, there's somebody in your family somebody you know somebody you love that needs one of these things just sitting on their countertop or on their windowsill or on that table in the hospital where they give you all that cardboard food you know and uh, and they'll give you one of these for free just just for signing up a child and uh, one more thing some of these kids you know they they have their little friends and they have their families and everything and one time when one kid gets sponsored and the others don't it, it's uh, it's discouraging for the ones that don't so for those of you that have a heart for children if you sponsor uh, three or more children I want to give you one of these and uh, this is special because this is what led me to the Lord it was music and uh, I want to give you one of these to have for for yourself and says thank you from the bottom of my heart for your faithful support because of your gift many will come to know Jesus Christ and I want to give you one of those because you're doing something that's changing a life so what I'm gonna ask right now very quickly those of you that will allow me to take one of these and put this in your hand to help a child if, if that's you I want to see where the love is in the room right now if that's you would you just please stand to your feet and we'll bring one over to you let's see where the love is all over this room God bless you look at that some of you know what it's like to go through all that hold on just a second guys or ushers hold on just a second hang on and anybody else just stand to your feet anybody else there's, there's, there's a few more of you anybody else God bless you look at that I know some of you say come on what's the big deal you know I, I don't know I, maybe not today but I know what it's like to ask for help and that help is not there because if you can't get it from the body of Christ where can you get it this is our obligation is to is to do something when we can and many of you can so just another just another 10 seconds there's a few more of you that just need to take that baby step of faith and plant a seed for your own life or on behalf of somebody else anybody else just stand to your feet God bless you look at that anybody else Okay, ushers, would you come and give those to, to these people? Um, and everybody, I'm just going to ask you just to give them a hand clap and support them. Let them know that we support them and their decision. This is so important, guys. Oh, yeah. We do these things because we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Can I hear somebody say, no way? Say it again, no way. We are not ashamed. I said, no way, we are not ashamed of the gospel or his name. Our holy hands are lifted high to the name of Jesus Christ. No way, we are not ashamed of the gospel or his name. Holy hands are lifted high to the name of Jesus Christ. I want to let you know kind of what we have available out at the back and we have uh, all the CDs and all the stuff that I've done down through the years or best of packages and, and all the CDs are five dollars a piece or any combination of any three for ten so everybody should be able to get one and t-shirts are ten a piece or any combination of any three for twenty so everybody could walk out but I think t-shirts are supposed to really say something you know, they're supposed to be like walking billboards. So we want our billboard to say something. So here's what I got. This one is not for the faint of heart. This says, 
I'm a Bible thumping, pew jumping, Jesus loving, devil shoving, blood bought, red hot, soul redeeming, shouting, screaming, overcoming child of God. Anybody feel the same way here today? And because of where our country is at, and for those of us who love America, love the country we're in, recognize God's sovereignty, this says, one nation under God. Can I hear an amen? No way we of the gospel. Holy hands, Holy hands are to, high. to the name, to the name no way we're not ashamed no way we of the gospel. Of the gospel Holy hands, Holy hands are to, high. to the name. Okay, where are all the ladies out here today? All the ladies, all the sisters in the room, all the sisters in the room up on your feet, all the sisters. All the ladies who love the Lord, all the ladies who are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let me hear all the ladies say it first. No way we're not ashamed. No way we are not ashamed. Of the gospel. Of the gospel, Lord's name. Holy hands. Holy hands are lifted high. To the name. If I could see a little enthusiasm, I'd throw one of these out there. Not of the gospel. Of the gospel, Lord's name. Holy hands. To the name, to the name of Jesus Okay, all the guys join them. Come on, guys. We need you too. Come on. All right, there's the beat. For those that are overly Caucasian, right there. There's the beat. Who wants one? Who's going to wear one? No way. No way. We are not ashamed. No way. Holy hands, Holy hands are to the name. To the name of Jesus One more time. No, no way we are not ashamed of the gospel Lord's name. Holy hands, Holy hands are to, high. to the name. To the name of Jesus. You're not ashamed. Give God the praise here today. Amen. Amen. Now I want you to know the girl that caught that down front. I've never seen her move so fast in my life. She was suddenly a basketball player. It's so good to have all of you here today, and I, and I know you appreciated Carmen. Can you give him a hand of appreciation? And amen.